0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Unleashed with Eva Melton. So happy to see you again on this Saturday. So my guest on today, I met her in high school and over time we got reconnected on Facebook and her Facebook timeline has been a source of inspiration and beauty throughout this pandemic. And so I thought I would just take a moment to introduce you guys to this beautiful soul um, that I get a chance to just interact with from afar on Instagram and Facebook. And her name is Denise Moss. And so Denise, how are you today?
1: I am wonderful, Eva, and Eva's listeners and followers.
0: <laughs> so, Denise, um, I know you're a mom. I know you're into fitness. I know that you're an HR professional. I know that you're a wife and that you um, you just live life fully. And those are the type of people that I want my listeners to meet who just <laughs> embrace all um, of their yeah. life. And so I want you to just tell our listeners who you are in your own words.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, Who I am. uh, You're right. We met in high school and we have uh, had the pleasure of being reconnected on social media. Um, My name is Denise Moss and uh, I am a mother of three boys. I have a son, uh, Messiah, a son, Moses, and a 10-month-old son, Axel. I am uh, still considered a newlywed, got married uh, October the 11th of 2019. Uh, Mr. Axel came into our lives uh, this year uh, during the pandemic. And so that was definitely different. Um, I am a fitness professional. I'm an HR professional as well. Um, Have a background in accounting, fitness professional, just a lot going on. So I have a lot of different areas that, you know, I kind of operate in. Uh, but the area that I am most proud of, two areas that I'm most proud of, is the role of mother and the role of wife.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So one of the things I love to talk to my guests about is their purpose, right? The purpose of this channel is being able to interview everyday people and just talk about their purpose so that people can understand purpose is not relegated to just clergy or ministry, but you can fulfill your purpose in any area of life if that's the area that you were designed and created and passionate about. And so I want to toss this statement to you and I just want you to respond of what it means to you. So Denise was created with purpose in mind. Denise was created with purpose in mind. What does that mean to you?
1: I believe that statement first of all is a very profound and powerful statement and, and it can just mean anything to anyone in particular but Denise was created I believe and and this is and this is something that I, I think and I and I think I have it more so now that I've become in my late 30s I think I have a purpose in life to inspire others to reach out to others to provide a story of uh, a young woman who grew up in an area where, you know, sometimes all of us may not make it out and have, you know, equity and opportunity. I think that my purpose is to fulfill that and to go back and to inspire young ladies and young men that they can achieve anything that they would like to achieve, um, no matter where they come from. I believe that that is my purpose because, you know, Eva, if I think about it, where I came from, You would say, you know, that maybe I should not have been where I am today. Mm -hmm. And I think that my purpose is to let people know it does not matter where you come from. It does not matter your background. It does not matter your family dynamic that if you can believe it and if you think it, you can achieve that purpose that you want in life. So I think that that is my purpose is to let people know that you can have and do anything that you want to do.
0: I love it. I love the way you say that because I always say, if you can dream it, if you can even think about it, you can have it. Absolutely you can have it. And so I think that's why exposure is so good. Um, I grew up on the northern side of Birmingham. I grew up in Hooper City, you know. And I think just the exposure that I got made me see beyond everyday reality, you know. So
1: absolutely, I absolutely. love it. That's beautiful.
0: And those are imagining, visualizing. Those are spiritual principles that I think often go. Un, un untapped into because, yes
1: absolutely
0: yeah so once we start just you know being able to visualize and imagine and bring our emotional energy up to those images that we're seeing it's it's it won't be long before they show up in our lives so thank you yeah that. That, that was yeah, very absolutely. profound very profound oh. and so one thing that i want to ask you is you know i Wrote a book about purpose. And so I have this concept called breadcrumbs. And what I mean is that God has given us breadcrumbs that unfold throughout our journey to kind of take us home to ourselves, who we are. And so I kind of talk about that being our life events, um, second, being our mm-hmm. passions, things we're passionate about, and third, being our gifts. And so I consider those breadcrumbs that, you know, different people get at different points in life. And it's our job to pick up that breadcrumb and pay attention to, hey, I'm passionate about this. So what does this mean for my life? Do you have, can you remember any breadcrumbs in your life that kind of led you to where you are now?
1: Oh, man, I tell you, Eva, I am a very emotional person. And and I get so uh, overwhelmed sometimes with emotional, not because I'm sad, but because of, um, all the goodness in life that God has provided me with and opportunities. And, and I say that because I had a grandfather who at six years old, I remember getting out of school every day and he would require me to read to him. And, and he, he instilled in me the love of reading. And so, and and after granddad, you know, passed on and went to glory, I became an avid reader, and through reading, that made me want to say, Okay, I want to go to this place, or and, and I want to go to that place. And you said something so key, and that was the word exposure. We both grew up on the same side of town, right? And, um, and with this being said, is okay, we both grew up on the north side, and you know, i be honest with you, uh, my family besides granddad wasn't like saying read but in in in, the, in that world i was taken to italy i was taken to greece i was uh you know exposed to you know, people having teas. As a little girl, I wanted to have a tea with my friends and and, and everything like that, but I was not able to do that. But through reading, I could experience it. And it made me have a hunger and a thirst for life to have this exposure and to be around people and things that were not the norm for me. And so I think that that's a part of my breadcrumbs was the reading, was the, the hunger for exposure was the knowledge and the seeking, and those are the things that I would hope to pass on to my children. It's also those that I'm, you know, connected with in life. Those are the things that I consider as my breadcrumbs.
0: I love it. That's a beautiful story about your granddad. Yeah, reading, (laughs) man, played a big, big role in my life. I can remember, you know, my dad giving me books that I still have to this day that just opened my mind up. And most of them are were around spirituality, but you can see how that impacted my path, right? Absolutely. So, ne- yeah, never underestimate the the power of giving kids books. Man. Yes. Wow, that's a beautiful story. Beautiful. beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. It, cutting that out as a snippet. That's that's beautiful. So, um, so I want to talk about you know we have our purpose, and then there are different ways that we express our purpose in the world. And so I know that you're a run coach. And that you're a part of this group called the Collective Culture. Um, And I want you to just take a moment to tell us what the Collective Culture is. Absolutely. Um,
1: The Collective Culture was formed during the time of the pandemic. It was a way for five individuals to come together collectively with their different exercise specialties and skill sets mine is more so of just kind of meditation and and breathing. And yes, I'm a run coach, but I also recognize the importance of the mental aspect of it too. In our daily lives, men and women, young children today are so many pressures on us to perform, to excel. And sometimes that self-care even with our children is so important and to remind yourself to breathe. And so that was why that is my specialty. I have a friend of mine. Her name is Jerry Haslam. She's an health advocate, health educator. Her area is more of like, you know, the senior citizens and just making sure that they're getting up and exercising. I have one of my friends, April, she does more of the intensity and the kickboxing. Uh, Another one of our members, he focuses more on like the boot camp and and different things like that. And so we came together collectively to showcase our talents and our skills. And uh, one of our grants that we got or opportunities rather was through AARP. And so we've done some work for them. And, you know, we're just looking forward to what 2021 can bring us together collectively and what we can, you know, hopefully um, use our platform to expose the, you know, exercise is important, especially to the Black community uh, and to our senior citizens as well.
0: I love it. I love it. So how can how can people find out about the collective culture?
1: Yes, you guys can follow us on Collective Culture 5 on IG. Um, that's where we are right now if you want to follow us individually uh, you can just start on my page uh, on IG I am DT Jarrett on Facebook I am Denise Moss Jarrett and once you are connected there uh, you can also just kind of you know find the others as well because we always comment on each other pages so you'll you'll find the collective culture from there
0: love it love it and so before we wrap up I want to talk a little bit about um, you know this podcast about you know I'm a minister so this particular podcast that we're recording for today is really dedicated to talking to everyday people about their spirituality. And so what I, I have this question I like to ask my listeners, my, my, those that I'm interviewing about the well. I call it the well, and really want to talk about, you know, what spiritual practices do you employ to stay connected to your spiritual source?
1: Daily affirmations daily affirmations. And I also listen to different um, to different pastors and different ministers online, especially now during a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, I was really into and and still really into uh, Joseph Prince Mm -hmm. uh, as well, really like his ministry, really like his word. Um, I love to just pull out. I have a book of 365 um, Joyce Myers daily affirmations for women that I remind myself because remember, you have to pour into your mental as well, into your spirituality, into your self care. And I wake up, and Eva, I'll be honest with you there are days I don't feel like getting up and, and fixing bottles and getting a 10 month old ready that I have to wrestle with, go to work, do payroll, exercise after work, all of that good stuff. But at the same time, I realize, okay if I don't do this, who's going to stop, you know, who's going to start this show? Because if I don't start it, it will stop. And I have to live for Axel. I have to live for Messiah. I have to live for Moses. I have to live for my husband. I have to live for me. And if so many other people depend on me and in order to replenish my well. I have to use those daily affirmations. I have to take moments of self-care. I have to turn on that television and replenish my soul and my spirit with Joseph Prince, with Joyce Meyer, Mm -hmm. with you, Mm -hmm. with my friends on Facebook. I, I go on Facebook to just feed my soul and see people with, you know, different messages, people that I follow on Instagram as well, too. Because, you know, one thing I know that society needs and the world needs, we need hope. When people don't have hope, when people don't have things that they believe in, that they are dogmatic about, uh, and that they have advocacy for, it's a wrap. And so, therefore, we have to replenish our soul with these things, and that's my well. That's that's how I fill my well up. I love it.
0: I love it. I love it. I'm a big fan of affirmations. I'm a big fan of writing affirmations. I'm a big fan of standing in the mirror saying affirmations and looking at myself yes. until I believe it's true. <laughs> so What I want to ask you is, do you have an affirmation that may be one of your favorites right now?
1: One of my favorite things right now, um, and I am responsible, there is a page that I help manage and it's called, uh, it's a race series that we did this year in honor of uh, Mr. George Floyd. It's called 846-BREATHE. One of the things that I do is just remind myself, I am enough. For so long, and so many people deal with things, uh, you know, on the outside, we all look perfect, like we got it together, right? Uh, people cry, you know, even I cried this morning, I cried this morning because guess what? Uh, Axel was crying. I'm trying to get out the door and I just had to sit down on the toilet and just said, I am enough. It is okay. And breathe. And I simply just say that Eva, I am enough. Everything is going to be okay. And you know what I did? And everything was okay. I went out there and picked Mr. Axel up. And hugged him, and I looked at him. I said, "You are okay. You are fine." And and he just calmed right down. (laughs) I just want—I think—if anything, I want people to know that it is okay to be frustrated. It is okay for the day not to go perfect. Everything will not be always a hundred percent, but it's so important to fill your cup back up with those affirmations. Know that you are enough. Know that everything is gonna be okay and to learn to have patience with yourself and, and those around you as well. And one other thing too, I have so many things, but don't hold grudges. Let it go. Let it go. The life is too short. Things are too short. If, if, it, if it's something that is not going your way, or if you have a disagreement with anyone, let it go. And, and you don't have to maybe be connected to that individual again, but let it go for yourself and for your soul.
0: Yes, yes, that's so beautiful, so beautiful. (laughs) Because I say, you know, grudges, um, what we hold on to, lack of forgiveness, it's that one thing that impacts every part of our life. That's so true. And I tell people a lot of times, you know, they'll say, I've been praying and, you know, what they want is within, you know, it's reasonable and just hasn't happened in their life. And the first thing I go to, What are you holding on to? Uh, What are you holding on to?
1: Because
0: that goodness is bumping up against something. So what are you holding on to? Yes. Let it go. Yes. Yes. So my last question for you as we wrap up, is there anything else you want our listeners to know about you or what you're doing in the world every day?
1: Yeah. Um. I'm actually headed right now to run a half marathon in Biloxi, Mississippi. Um, Getting back at it, 13.1 miles, uh, you know, after having a baby and, hey, you know, being 38, you know, things are not the same anymore, but you got to keep on pressing on. And uh, so that's one of the things I have going right now. Um, Just uh, accepted a new position as the director of HR for uh, allergy and asthma clinic. And we're going to do some wonderful things there. And I'm very passionate about allergies as well. I suffer from them tremendously. And uh, so my sons do as well. So I'm very passionate about it. And it's something that I can get behind. Um, I have a uh, consulting company that I am forming called d Consulting, which is going to be HR and payroll consulting for startup and small businesses. I have a blog that is coming out a little bit later this, uh, this week, actually. We are releasing some things with it. It's called She's So Mossy. And uh, it's going to be about mom tips, women tips, life tips, career moms, all of that. You know, I'm just shedding light on, you know, and providing insight to let women know that, hey, you know, you can have it all. You can be a mother. You can be a wife. You can have a career. We can do this, girl. Um, That's the thing that I have coming out. People can follow me on social media. My IG is DT Jarrett on uh, IG and on Facebook. I am Denise Moss Jarrett. Uh, I welcome you to follow me. All my posts are public and um, all that good stuff. (laughs) All my posts are public. And, um, you know, I'm just here to uh, provide inspiration where I can, and where God sees fit.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much. We're going to add all of those handles to the captions when we put this on YouTube. You guys be careful. Thank you for making time to talk to me and my listeners. You've been like a a great inspiration for my, it's Saturday afternoon now. But you guys be careful, enjoy your marathon, but be blessed, and I'll get all the information to you once we launch this. Awesome. Uh, virtual hug to you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, Eva. Have Bye. a day.